Hey everybody, um, this is Angel L. Um, I am so excited to be with you tonight. I know I have not um, been on here for a little minute. Um, well, not a little minute, since August, because as you all already know, I am a mother and we were in the throes of the um, first couple weeks back to school and you know I had to get my daughter together you know this was our first year actually having like school work and I had to be like super organized she had different subjects that we had school work in so I had to be solar focused on making sure that I was up to par on what she needed and how I was going to navigate the year and I'm still learning this is my first time having a child that is in the full throes of grade school it's a whole different thing from kindergarten and preschool for those of you that have babies you will see what I'm talking about if you if anybody on here has teenagers then you've been through it done that and if you're a mom like me who is super educational and super scholarly and you want your child to do well it's 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 a hectic situation for us because um, I zero in on organization skills and studying and, um, you know, from the pandemic, obviously, you know, all our kids, I like I like to think um, had some um, setbacks either with, you know, how they learn what the classroom now look like for them. So. Um, We just have to navigate that whole thing, but we're getting there and I'm very proud of her. She's working really hard. Um, And that was my spiel. But first and foremost, I want to say hello, hello, hello to you mamas who are listening to me. Thank you for coming back to my podcast episode, listening in as always and promised. The episode is not going to be longer than 15 minutes Um, (laughs) um, because I know for me specifically, I am totally like, if it's not five minutes, if it's not, you know, straight to the point, I'm bored. Um, And so I just like to keep it you know, a specific time frame for you guys. So thank you again. Um, We are headed towards the end of the year. I know I had made an announcement that I probably would stop um, recording podcasts um, when the new year started. And I don't know, I'm feeling like I may stop or I may do like one every three months because I just love talking to you guys from behind the screen. I toyed with the idea on whether I was going to turn the episodes into Instagram episodes um, on my um, Mom's Desire to Heal page, but I'm just like, I don't know. Like, I'm a radio person. Like, I just, something about podcasting is so similar to radio, and I love, I have loved radio for so long. I still find my zhuzh here, so we will see what happens. Um, I hope everybody's doing okay. I hope back to school for you has has been um, exciting. I hope you are getting everything you need. I hope you are getting ready for a fun Halloween. One of the most cutest things now that my daughter is six, going into seven, she loves all these holidays. And I know it's my fault because I'm a holiday person. So she just like eats up these holidays. So she's so excited about Halloween. <laughs> But 
thank you for joining in. So the topic tonight um, on this Friday night is how to talk to your kids or are you talking to your kids? I guess you could say how are you talking to your kids about love, relationship, and sex. And I know the sex part is a little bit taboo if you have young kids, but I definitely feel like it's important. So I'm just going to give you my perspective. I am not an expert on any kind of child psychology. I do work with youth in my in my line of work, but I can't speak for all parents. I just like to come and give insight on what has worked for me. So I know for love, it was really tricky because, and I could be really transparent and I guess tricky on all the topics because, you know, as, as you guys know, I am a single mom and I am not in a relationship with her dad and we haven't been in a relationship since she was, you know, like very young. So it's, you know, kids especially at her age at six, they learn love based on their parents and not from the world at first. They learn that after, but they learn it from their parents. And so it was difficult to show love on a family front. And there were times when we were able to show, you know, admiration or something for each other here and there, you know, um, but for the most part, you know, that wasn't like where her knowledge of love came from. And what I learned, and I used to feel so guilty about that, what I learned about that, specifically for her age group, they learned from not watching Cause I used to be stuck on the fact that, oh, we don't live in the same home. We're not hugging and kissing and <clears throat> showing what physical love looks like. But I learned that showing up to be my best self, showing up to be kind, even, even if kindness wasn't being reciprocated towards me, um, even if there were moments that weren't kind, but always standing in the posture of kindness, I feel like was very good for showing her love and I feel like it has worked because my daughter is really affectionate she's really caring and um you know she cares about people she's very empathetic and she takes care of me and the good thing about it is like no matter what has happened between the other parent and I um and I don't speak you know, too, too big on my relationship on this platform, because I, I do feel like, you know, um, everybody has a right to know that their story is being told. And because he is unaware that I do these, um, podcast episodes, I would never like, you know, talk verbatim about what exactly goes on in our, in our dynamic. But what I can say is that, um, you know, regardless of what was going on with me, I believe that they were able to foster their own relationship, their own connection within our individual homes. And I think that that was a good thing. Now, as far as relationship, I think that has been the trickiest thing ever because obviously her dad has has had some relationships. um, But as for me, the parent that she actually lives with, the relationships um, have been not the way that I would like them to look. Like I, I think my daughter was too young to know that when I was dating people, but what I was able to do there is 
if it wasn't serious, which obviously I haven't had many, many serious relationships since she was born for a number of reasons, but that's not what, you know, the topic of this show is. I could go on and on about that, but um, I think that, you know, because she wasn't seeing, I guess, you know, those relationships, that was a healthy thing because it was like, okay, I knew if if you're not in something right now that's structured, if you're not in something that is, um, you know, headed towards a future situation, I believe at the time that I needed to keep it away from her. However, she did see me having strong, friendly relationships with the opposite sex, which I felt like was helpful because she actually enjoys having good, good friendships with her classmates and, you know, people that she meets. She's able to play with like boys and girls and, you know, be her best self without having to be intimidated or feel like, hey, I'm a girl. So I feel like relationship wise, just me being, me having discernment in terms of how I was going to showcase relationships. She has met thus far one person that I have have had an intimate connection with. And um, they they weren't close. I think he's seen her, maybe been in his car once. Um, But, you know, I was always very mindful, especially once I figured out that him and I weren't going to be serious, you know, um, that I needed to, you know, be very mindful of what I was going to showcase to my daughter in terms of a relationship and you know happily he he was understanding of that so I feel like you have to figure out as a mom when it comes down to your relationships what you actually feel comfortable showing your kids and just having discernment on who you're going to bring around your kids because we're living in a society today where Man, a, a number of things could happen. Kids could be physically abused. Kids could be mentally abused. Kids could be emotionally abused. You know, you might have somebody who you and them have different views on, you know, discipline. So you really want to be mindful about your relationships. You know, I was on a live today and the topic was, well, somebody asked the person doing a live, like, when should you... um introduce your kids to your significant other and everybody was like never and me per se I said when I you know when it when it was really serious and it, it could be at a place of engagement because I just feel like I can't, like okay you might meet my daughter but to be at a place where you are a caretaker or you are picking her up from school I feel like that would be way down the line and, I, and like I said I don't feel like I've had close relationships like that yet with the, you know, opposite sex to be in that position where I would need to have a conversation with her father or I would need to figure out, okay, do I trust this man enough to, you know, pick up my daughter? And I think, I think fathers, you know, I know I speak a lot to the moms on here. I think the same should go for fathers. I think you should really be discerned. You should use your discernment. If you're just around here, you know, messing around with somebody and it's not serious I don't think that your kids should be involved do fathers do all fathers follow that protocol man I know so many women that have problems 
because of that, they feel like the people that they have children with, specifically men, are more um, open to allowing females to be around their kids, do their kids' hair, take their kids out. Um, And I didn't like it at first, but I have um, adopted uh, a way of what they call parallel parenting to where I try to really focus on what's going on in my home because I have too much on my plate already. And so I learned over the years and it wasn't easy to kind of like navigate what's going on with me, what's going on in my home and not to pay too much attention to what um, is going on um, with him in his home because then you could go down a spiral effect. So we have about five minutes left. The last um, topic um, that I wanted to discuss tonight is sex. And I know it's very taboo and nobody likes to have the word sex in the same sentence with kids. Um, But for me, because of my past, and I'm not going to delve too much into that, um, I just came from, you know, a very sheltered household, a household where sex was not talked about. So it was important for me, um, which I feel led to some of the experiences that I had around surrounding sex. And so it was important for me even with a young child to talk about sex and when I say talk about sex and you know that can look different for depending on how old your kids are for me with a six-year-old it started with learning her body parts learning with what her tits look like you know and calling them different things that people would call them out in the world you know tits or you know breast or vagina or nunu or whatever nickname I actually tried to stay away from nicknames with the vagina because from what I've learned, it was very important for her to know what the exact name was for her vagina. So we had conversations about it. I've been teaching her all along how to self-care herself in terms of take care of her cleanliness, make sure that she smells good, make sure that she's aware when she doesn't smell good. And so that's how you can navigate conversations about sex. So I feel like start really small. Start with, you know, are you comfortable with the way, you know, such and such hugged you today? Or um, did anybody touch you in a way you didn't like? And one thing that's so important, and I learned this in a, in a, um, a training I took, you have to let kids always remember, even small, the whatever happens to them whether it be inappropriate touch or whether it be anything that happens to them that it's never their fault because I've from what I know a lot of people that have said that they have been molested or sexually abused which is one and the same um say that they didn't know that when situations happened to them that it wasn't their fault and I think a lot of doctors from past research that have done say that it's so important for you to always remind your kids especially in environments where they are going without you that no matter what happens in that environment with an adult it is never your fault because that person is an adult and so teaching her that and 
I think she might have asked me how she was born once and I'm very honest with her I told her that she does come from the vaginal part um I didn't I don't so much get into the like oh you know I had sexual intercourse because you know she's a kid but again like I said if you have kids that are teenagers and we're talking up until the age of 18 after 18 however you decide to talk about sex with your kids is on you but if your child is younger than 18 and they're 14 you may want to have more explicit conversations with your teenagers and I totally believe in being honest I totally believe in calling things you know what they are um we haven't had the conversations about what my moral perspective is on sex what my moral perspective is on sex before marriage but I'm sure um it will become a topic probably you know around 10 11 when you know those discussions start to happen on what is appropriate and what is not and you know what you should actually be comfortable sharing and what you don't have to you know and you know it's an interesting topic and that's why I wanted to talk about that tonight because I feel like um it's something that um circle of moms normally don't discuss so I wanted it to become a conversation piece maybe for you and your friends and especially like one thing that I notice in all the um platforms that sometimes I look at is like um, a lot of moms don't talk about when they are healing or when they're (laughs) trying to heal from a broken relationship you know because People are dating, people are are getting into relationships after they have children with other people or after they've been divorced. They do get into other relationships, but people don't talk about just like how they feel, you know, when they've been hurt around their kids or how they explain, you know, pain around their kids. And I think um, that's another topic that I will delve into in the future because it's rough, you know, to manage yourself, manage your emotions, manage how you feel while you're you might be hurting or while you might be trying to um get out of a relationship and maybe your kids have already met that person and just like how to maneuver those feelings how to not you know you don't you want to be honest with your kids about where you are emotionally but you don't want to overcharge them um with your emotions and your depression or whatever it is that you might be going through from that relationship and I I just think that that's really hard for moms um because momming (laughs) I like to say um it can be strenuous so going through heartbreak in that or going through healing from the past um healing from the relationship with the the dad you know at the same time trying to rear kids can be challenging and so um I actually am gonna do probably um the next episode about that I think that's really interesting um just you know how to raise your kids and still be able to co-parent while you're healing I think that's a good topic but yeah that's all I got for you tonight I hope that like I said this was um something that you thought was interesting to hear about and hear about what I do um and how I'm maneuvering that and um hopefully you came up with some ideas about how you're going to have this conversation with your kids I know it was really basic no statistical facts because hey we're we're learning as we go I like to say so thank you for joining me um if you have any questions you can email me at the mom's heart's desire to heal to heal at gmail.com um you can also um 
leave a uh, DM me on my Instagram page. And yeah, that's all I got for you guys. I hope you have an amazing, amazing night. Continue to be great moms to your kids. And I hope the school year uh, keeps on thriving for you and your kids are doing well. And I will see you back um, hopefully in November. All right. Good night, guys.